Holler Building Company, Golden and Weaver, the Holler Building Company subdivision there, Woodvale subdivision. You'll see if you go by the Holler Building Company signs, if you are in the market for a brand new home, you aren't one of those folks that, uh, you know, look for previously owned homes. You don't want to hassle with any of the remodeling. You want it exactly the way that you want it. Day one, there are builder incentives built into some of these new homes in the Woodvale subdivision. And then you have the convenience of one showroom floor with all of the products from the fixtures to the countertops to the lighting with all our building companies. So it's as easy as possible for those of you that are in the market for a home but want one that's brand new and you want it with great ease and you want builder incentives, all our building company under Nick's endorsements, ksgf.com. We do have Santa's Angels underway. If you go to ksgf.com, you can find the four area locations that we have. And the Santa's Angels, uh, something that we kicked off Thanksgiving week. Last week, we had so many things going on that there was not a great deal of time to uh, to focus attention on Santa's Angels. That's something we will do this week. The deadline is next. Was it the 9th? Is that right? Uh, no, it's oh, yeah. the 13th, 13th, which is a Wednesday. All right, I'm pulling it up here. That way I can have that information right in front of me. There we go. KBC Missouri, this is the organization that deals with these these kids that are not in their homes with parents, with their biological parents for a variation of reasons that are never good or never positive. And many of these kids have never had a Christmas. Um, they've never had a cr- Christmas like you and I. They have found themselves in situations that just are are not ideal, to say the least, and will leave them oftentimes Christmas morning with parents that don't even know what day of the week it is, let alone whether it's Christmas or not. And so they've never had uh, gifts purchased for them. And so that's why it is that we work with CVC Missouri, formerly known as Great Circle, to fulfill these Christmas wishes. Um, you can go to these four locations. And again, if you go to ksgf.com under Santa's Angels, you can find these locations. Anchor Tactical Supply in South Campbell. The West Sunset location of A1 Custom Car Care. East Chestnut Crown Power and Equipment. That is East Chestnut, almost to Glenstone. <clears throat> Green County Freight and Food Sales on Kearney. Ask you to stop by. The kid's name and their wish list is on the paper ornaments, along with instructions on what to do, where to bring the gifts. Don't wrap them. You can find all of that information on the ornaments themselves. You don't have to get every item that's on the list. I would ask that you get at least one because part of and perhaps the most important part of this is the kid knowing that for many of them, the very first time in their lives, some teenagers, first time in their lives that someone actually went out for them wanted to know what they wanted, got them something, but, you know, that, that, that form of connection is something many of these kids have never experienced. And so ask that at least one of the items that they have on the list that you do fulfill that. But beyond that, it's up to you. And I always encourage folks to bring their kids or grandkids along, allow them to pick out, um, you know, read some of the the names and uh, and the ages and the wish list of these kids. We also have what do you want to be when you grow up on there, just to give you a, a little bit of sense of, of these kids. And again, all of those locations 
with the trees. There's little Christmas trees set up that have these ornaments you can find at ksgf.com for Santa's Angels. And now the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. The man accused of assaulting a Springfield police officer at Bass Pro is due in court this morning for a bond hearing. Samuel Marshall is facing charges for assault, resisting arrest, and stealing. Last month, officers were notified about three people suspected of stealing from Bass Pro. Two were detained, and when an officer went to arrest Marshall, they say several stolen items fell out of his pockets, and he's accused of hitting the officer several times, dislocating their shoulder. Marshall has pled not guilty and has a bond hearing scheduled for nine this morning. The Ark of the Ozarks is hosting its annual Christmas extravaganza on Friday to benefit the Ark's autism services. The organization is hoping to raise $100,000. Guests will be treated to cocktails and dinner as well as live music. Local businesses have also donated items and experiences for both silent and live auctions. For more information to buy tickets, go to our website, ozarksfirst.com. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. And from... Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Weather sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Home improvements. Partly cloudy today. High near 50. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 35. Sunshine. A high near 48. Wind chill values as low as 28 in the morning. Vivek Ramaswamy had an interesting exchange recently. He was at an event in Iowa. And this was um, one of these sort of a meet and greet, uh, not a massive rally scenario, but it allowed him the chance to, or perhaps more importantly, allowed citizens of Iowa to come up, chat with him for a couple of moments. And of course, you always have cameras rolling, you have phones rolling, whether it's from your own campaign or from others. And there was an exchange that he had with a former, an individual who said he was former FBI agent and uh, his wife. This was actually, yeah, it was Thursday this took place. And this individual, um, you can hear the exchange here. He's, he's essentially, without coming right out and saying it, that Vivek needs to be very careful because of his criticisms of some of these organizations like the FBI when it comes to corruption. And he's speaking as somebody that used to work in the FBI. And, and and you can you can hear he's genuinely concerned what might happen to Vivek because of the outspoken nature of him and his campaign regarding corruption in some of these institutions like the FBI. Here's that exchange. What's your name, sir? Mike Wyatt. Um, Mike, good to meet you. They ruined my girl. When I went in, it was fidelity, bravery, integrity. They've broken my heart. This can't be. This can't go on. And we will, we will, and I like the way you're pushing, because it's the, it, you, you, those are my instincts, right? But I can tell you what we can immediately get done. Well, thank you for your service. Tired, but Jesus, be careful. I will, we, we will. I mean, we're guided by our purpose. I know, I know that it can get ugly you mean you mean like yes, be careful be, be careful. very careful yeah. yeah yeah what did you do in the bureau um i worked uh i was a SWAT guy but i worked counterintelligence and uh, counterterrorism and i was one of those guys that was convinced uh they would never do it in the world. you you were, how many years worked you in, how many years were you in the fbi 22 i was a cop before that okay and you you're worried yes worried. okay what would you do in my shoes? I'd get some very, very competent help. Okay. And some very competent people do some intelligence work for you before you went places. Okay. Just walk around, talk to people, maybe get a feeling. Okay. 
because you know, I played for a living. I got people to tell me what they didn't want to tell me. And the other thing is, I'm now an entrepreneur. I'm trying to follow in your footsteps, but I don't think my worm farm is going to catch up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll take that seriously, man. I, uh, I, I'm reading between the lines of what you're saying, and we got you. Okay. Thank you. We'll take care of ourselves. And aggressive these alphabet organizations yes. have become. They're coming after you. Yeah, no doubt about it, but we're ready. If, okay. We'll be ready. If you think you're going back into private life, if this doesn't work out, they're coming. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. And that, that was the wife of the former FBI agent in the end saying, it just if you think that you're going to be able to go back and just go back to normal life after calling out these, she referred to them as the alphabet agencies, that they, they will come for you. I get the sense that they get the sense, this FBI agent, when you listen to and, and watch the, the exchange and their body language, that, that they sense that Vivek doesn't really, really get it. He gets it, but he doesn't. And I think anyone who is in that sort of position, you know it. But at the same time, I, I believe that there is this false sense of security to some degree. You you intellectually recognize what's going on around you. You see the, the raids of homes of Trump supporters, of pro-life individuals. You see that uh, now there's one member of Congress who said, according to the information he has, the FBI had as many as 200, 200 people on the ground in the Capitol or around the Capitol on January 6th. We, we see these things. Then on the flip side, of course, if you are somebody that's supportive of Hamas, and you storm the Capitol. It's not called storming the Capitol. Out of the thousand plus that were outside the White House a few weeks ago causing vandalism and damage, one arrest took place. And I think we can all we all expect nothing meaningful is going to happen. We see that if you are a Trump supporter, you are viewed as a domestic terrorist. Uh, if you are a parent... You are treated like a domestic terrorist by some of these agencies under the Biden administration. So intellectually, we recognize this. But until it actually does happen, does anybody you wonder that mind shift that occurred with Eric Adams when he was becoming a problem for the Biden administration, even as a Democrat? Now, you know, he thought he was protected. While on the way to Washington, D.C. to talk about the failed policies of the Biden administration regarding the border, his campaign, uh, people on his uh, campaign, their homes are being raided. That's a message. That timing is not a coincidence. The left-wing journalist who was testifying before Congress earlier this year about the Twitter files there. They were the, the ones that were leading on the investigative journalism regarding the Biden administration using the government in order to censor free speech. While he was testifying, the IRS raids his home. That is not a coincidence. So we know it happens. 
But I suspect that when you have this former FBI agent who worked in counterintelligence and his wife, they're telling Vivek, you need to watch out now that you are calling these agencies out. And his assurance that we'll be ready, we know, you you get this sense that they're thinking you don't. And the final exchange, the, the wife there saying, if you think they're going to just let you go back to your your life after this, if you draw any real significant attention and potentially cause them problem, they, they're going to just let you go back into the private sector. They won't. They will follow you. And it isn't so much. This is what I think people like Vivek may believe and others that, well, if he goes back into the private sector, well, what do they have to worry about? He didn't win. Four or five years from now, people are like, yeah, who is that one guy that ran for president? He's not going to be anything that's relevant. But it's more sometimes about sending a message to others in the future that might do the same thing. That we will come for you. And we don't care if people know that's why we're doing it. So if you believe that it being obviously political is something that might prevent it from occurring, you have another thing coming. Coming up, a new study. Children of conservative parents have much better mental health than children of liberal parents. I'm sure this will come as no surprise. However, I thought I would share with you this latest information. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Regarding the warning that Vivek received on Thursday from a former FBI employee in counterintelligence that you need to be very, very careful now that you're calling these institutions out because they will come for you. Uh, one of you on the American Transmissions talk a text line noted that Sh- Schumer talked about this um, when it came to Trump, and that that is true. Um, a lot of people were a little surprised that Schumer would vocalize that. I think it's one of those situations in which it perhaps is such an open secret that he perhaps momentarily lost sight of the fact that he was on MSNBC and this was being broadcast. And these are, you know, they say the quiet part out loud. There are certain things you're not supposed to talk about. And this was before Trump was even sworn in. And Trump was, it may, I think it was before he was sworn in. And he, if I remember correctly, was just simply at that point in time saying, listen, I do not need to have daily briefings from some of these people if it's the same thing every day. If there's not new information, I don't need to sit down and you know in, provide an audience to the CIA if it's just a regurgitation of the same information. And this is where Chuck Schumer was on with Rachel Maddow at MSNBC, and he's like, you don't do that to these agencies. They will screw you over. They will get you. And, of course, you know, we, we, we were served up the reality of that on full display. And we still are to this day. Children of conservative parents are more likely to have good mental health compared to children of liberal parents, according to a new Institute for Family Studies and Gallup Research Brief published Thursday. 
The brief's author, Jonathan Rothwell, the principal economist at Gallup and a non-resident senior fellow at the Brookings Institute, said, quote, as it happens, being raised by liberal parents is a much larger risk factor for mental health problems in adolescence than being raised in a low-income household with parents who did not attend college. The study found children of conservative parents score significantly better on mental health using either a comprehensive measure of mental health based on several items or just asking either parent or adolescents to summarize their mental health on a, on a one to five scale. The gap is large, the study found, between conservatives and liberals. Rothwell and his colleagues at Gallup launched a study over the summer exploring what makes a positive relationship between adolescents and their parents and how their parent-adolescent relationship impacts youth mental health. They surveyed 6,643 parents, including 2,956 who live with an adolescent, and they interviewed 1,580 of those adolescents. Rothwell wrote about his findings in an IFS blog post, noting that parents' political ideology, quote, is one of the strongest predictors of a child's positive mental health. Quote, conservatives are very, and rather very conservative parents, are the most likely to adopt the parenting practices associated with adolescent mental health. They are the most likely to effectively discipline their children while also displaying affection and responding to their needs. Conversely, the study found liberal parents scored the lowest, even worse than very liberal parents, largely because they are the least likely to successfully discipline their own children. Quote, by contrast, conservative parents enjoy higher quality relationships with their children, characterized by fewer arguments, more warmth, and a stronger bond, according to both parents and child reporting. By the numbers, researchers found that adolescents with very conservative parents are 16 to 17 percentage points more likely to be in a good or excellent health compared to their peers with very liberal parents. Only 55% of adolescents of liberal parents reported good or excellent mental health compared to 75% of those with conservative or very conservative parents. Researchers additionally found that conservative parents are 8 percentage points more likely to be in a good relationship with their adolescent children than liberal parents, with a gap of 14 percentage points between very conservative and very liberal parents. Interestingly, however, very liberal parents scored higher than liberal parents, only slightly behind conservatives with no significant difference. The study read still... The relationship quality gap favors conservative over liberal parents, whether it's self-reported or reported by the child. The study noted that disciplinary action shows the largest political divide. For example, 80% of very conservative parents disagreed with the statement, my child often gets their way when we have a conflict compared to 66% of conservative parents, 64% of moderate parents, only 53% of liberal parents, and 55% of very liberal parents. The study read, noting that very conservative parents are also somewhat more likely to report giving their child affection every day. The study additionally found that parents who hold more pro-marriage attitudes are more likely to engage in best practice parenting. Participants were asked to agree or disagree with the three following items. Marriage improves partnership by strengthening the commitment to one another. I hope my child marries someone when the time is right. And marriage is an outdated institution. 
Those agreeing with the top two items and disagreeing with the third demonstrate a strong pro-marriage attitude, and they are significantly more likely to employ responsive discipline parenting practicing or, uh, practices compared to parents who do not hold the views. The single strongest predictor of child-parent relationship quality is parent-partner relationship quality. A parent who ranks his or her spousal relationship as an 8 out of 10 is 23 percentage points more likely to be a good or in a good relationship with his or her adolescent child compared to a parent experiencing romantic discord. Overall, researchers said the most important factor in the mental health of an adolescent child is the quality of the relationship with their caregiver. That relationship is strongly related to parenting practices with the best results coming from warm, responsive, and rule-based disciplined parenting. Now, for many of you, this will come as no surprise. And when it comes to so many of the problems that we have with young people in particular, emotionally speaking, in this country, this is in line with what... Someone, just anyone who who pays attention and, and can observe and understands human behavior, understands. And that is children, as they grow, look for direction. Whether they realize they're doing it or not, all, all mammals do this. The job of the parent is to guide and direct. And we've gone through this period of time where it has been portrayed as virtuous, generally by people on the left, to not raise their children in any way regarding uh, direction. This idea of allowing my child, I mean, for Pete's sakes, we quote, allow our kids to choose their own gender. There's a New York, uh, New York Times op-ed piece uh, about letting kids choose their own gender, even science-based stuff. You have people on the left that want to give their kids no direction whatsoever, none, because they don't want to, quote, push my beliefs off on my child. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, this is how they learn. And when you take young people that need direction in order to learn and instead give them none of that whatsoever, it should come as no surprise that disproportionately those children find themselves completely lost or, sometimes worse yet, finding direction from nefarious forces. Because as humans, particularly young people, we gravitate towards it. This is why in the inner cities, gangs are so appealing to young people, particularly if there is not a father figure in the home, if there is not somebody that is providing direction and discipline, this is why gangs are such an attractive option for so many young people in the inner cities, because it provides them that. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. For traffic, a couple of remarks regarding the new study, Brookings Institute Gallup. 
noting that significantly children raised by parents that are politically conservative or very conservative have a much greater degree of mental health, positive mental health, than those raised by liberals. Uh, Brett texting in, interestingly, or interesting that the study comes from liberal Gallup and very liberal Brookings Institute. Uh, No surprise, since liberals are taught to feel guilty for anything they have and feel oppressed for anything they do not. Uh, Also, as a married man for 28 years with three delightful children, I can guarantee your partnership relationship is very important. And, And it is. And I recognize that there are often times a parent or a child in certain circumstances may be better off with one of the parents being gone. If you have a horribly abusive parent in the relationship uh, and is abusive, especially towards the other one uh, and even towards the child at times, that a single parent situation is going to be better than that dual parent toxic relationship. But on the whole... That is part of that learning, how to get along with others. And better yet, how when you don't get along with others, that you still manage to function. And we have, unfortunately, for whatever reasons, turned single-parent households into something that is almost praiseworthy. And ultimately, this is just, I don't know, perhaps an overly simplistic view. Women and men, despite what many people would like you to believe, they have different attributes. And to be raised with two individuals that you know hear the strengths over here versus the strengths with this one and the weakness here is is offset by the strengths of this individual in areas where you know the nurturing angle of a female versus a male but then the you know the male while not necessarily completely lacking in nurture there are certain areas that uh, personality traits that are offered up for observation and interaction by a male that aren't necessarily going to be there for the female um and not to mention that as a parent somebody has your back or at least they should ideally and this proactive effort that has been undertaken to portray what is ideally the best Scenario for a young person to be raised, particularly when it comes to having a positive um, understanding of relationships and positive mental health, that that has been labeled as old school and antiquated, whereas a child being raised partially by the government or just by one parent is somehow praiseworthy, worthy of celebrity television shows. It isn't to say that single parents, particularly single moms, are bad people or have necessarily done anything wrong just because of that scenario that they're in. But that certainly doesn't mean that we have to pretend as if that is ideal for a child. And unfortunately, that is what we have done in our culture. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Yeah, all those home loan needs. I also want to thank um, Anthony Carricker. Joining us for our Christmas happy hour. It was a great time. Uh, 
those of you that were there, and congratulations to the winner of all of the items that we got throughout the day. Uh, it was just, uh, it's, it's the busiest day of the year, but it just goes by so fast. Uh, I mean, it starts, for me, at, listen, I, I know a lot of people work much, much more stressful jobs, and a 12, 13-hour shift is pretty standard. Um, but it isn't for me. So when it does come about, it's just a little more. I enjoy it. But I, from the time I get up and get the show ready uh, until, you know, it was 6 o'clock that evening on, on that particular Friday. The, generally, it's the first Friday in December. It's, it's very busy. And, of course, we had Foreman Mechanical Heating and Cooling sponsoring the day where Corwin Ford provided transportation, hit so many different local businesses with different gift ideas, high V for high-end liquor. Um, uh, I, I just think that's a great idea as a gift for somebody that maybe they like whiskey uh, or some other, maybe tequilas or whatever it might be. Um, but you want to get something that maybe they wouldn't normally get themselves. Uh, it's just a great place to do that. Or if you're entertaining and to pull out that special bottle, like, oh, have you had this? Oh, no, I've heard about it, but I've not had it. Uh, Aviary Cafe and Amici, their new evening Italian restaurant that they have. Um, in addition to that, of course, Quick Draw Gun, Brad uh, and, and his wife, owner of Quick Draw Gun, they were at the event of Retro Metro Friday and just such a class act guy and, and, and you know, just family, tremendous and love uh, that they are partners. Wonders of Wildlife, the Penguin Experience. If you missed any of these videos, I recommend that you go on our Facebook Live, uh, KSGF, and, and watch. Well, they're not live now, but you could see them in the videos. And I think Sarah also tagged or shared them from this Facebook page we're streaming on now, which is 1041 Nick Reed. And you can see all of these different stops just for him, uh, Ming Auto Beauty Center. And uh, I think that uh, that's, I think. In my head, uh, I hit everyone, but a huge thank you to all of them, and definitely recommend you swing by those locations and uh, and pick up a Christmas gift if you're still out there trying to search for yourself or someone else a unique Christmas gift idea. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, partly cloudy, high near 50 today, mostly clear, low of 35 tonight, sunny with a high near 48 tomorrow. Uh, with a wind chill value as low as 28 in the morning. And don't forget Retro Metro, of course. I'm, I know I mentioned them in the beginning there. but set, And get signed up for Lunch Bunch. KSGF.com. Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be any fallout from this. As you know, the, I I would say, still ongoing saga with Tucker Carlson given that Fox News will not let him out of his contract so he can't get another job elsewhere until after the election is over. And I think for a lot of Americans, that's the most problematic part. Uh, It is for me. It's one thing if you say, you know what, this person no longer, we want to be associated with our network. We do not want this individual representing our airwaves and so good riddance. But it's another thing to say we are going to prevent you and you getting your information, your news out there until after the presidential election. To me, you're getting into territory of deliberately interfering in a presidential election. And given the story we had earlier about Paul Ryan, who's on the Fox News board, texting influential members of Congress, trying to get them to come out and endorse Nikki Haley. There appears to be quite a bit of election interference going on coming from the Fox News people. 
Greg Gutfeld, as you know, has a late night talk show. And he is discussing the attempt or the the recent comments by Elon Musk we played last week in which he was being asked about some of these massive companies that were threatening to boycott. And he said, you know, then don't advertise. He said, go blank yourself. He said, I don't care. Why would I want to be blackmailed? That's what they're doing. And Greg Gutfeld is talking about how this is the context of the discussion that he's having here. And he he, he mentions Tucker Carlson. That's the point of this audio I'm going to play. And then the silence amongst everyone, uh, all of the panelists, uh, because he, quote, went there, as it's described in the Gateway Pundit. And he's talking about the hilarity of trying to blackmail one of the richest people in the world with money. And how pointless that is. And here are uh, Greg Gutfeld's comments on it. It's like extorting Jerry Nadler with salad. (laughs) Or blackmailing sports fans by threatening to cancel PBS. (laughs) The fact is, Musk may be the last man standing between real freedom of speech and the suffocating block of the censorship industrial complex, which is made up of government, media and tech forces. He realizes that advertisers have no spine and can be easily cowed by special interest groups in cahoots with political allies. If you don't believe me, I got two words for you. Tucker Carlson. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Wow. 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 Look at that. All right. So obviously, uh, Greg Gutfeld on the Fox network, and this is a subject matter that I, I don't believe, at least as far as I'm aware, that's ever really been discussed or talked about on Fox News, which, of course, you can understand. They don't want their people talking about it. And what you have Gutfeld here indicating is, I mean, what he's suggesting, what many people perceive as reality here is that Tucker Carlson, because of political forces, be they in advertising or political in in nature, whatever, uh, that they use their power and influence to get him off the air. That is somewhat significant, given that there still hasn't ever really been any sort of official position from Fox News as to here's why we got rid of the guy. So to fill that void, here you have somebody that is on Fox News utilizing the Fox News air quote airwaves uh, in order to say, oh, well, here's Tucker Carlson. He is the result of that sort of corruption or his firing from Fox News. It's clear to me by the response that you heard of the other other folks there on the show that it has just been very, very clearly known you don't say that guy's name on air because you can feel the uncomfortable nature of these other people that are on Gary Gutfeld's show at that moment, and you can feel it. (laughs) Wouldn't you love to be in the room when that conversation happens? Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Heading into the new year, many of you business owners or make 
pretty significant decisions with the businesses that employ you and with the new year oftentimes how do we freshen up maybe it is beyond your control you have to do some sort of improvement perhaps it is it is flooring and for so many of you the solution is going to be garage experts this could put you a cut above competition in terms of look and 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 the ability to care for and just the if you want to call it the overall health of your floor in in my mind I, I see factories, I see dog grooming places, veterinarians, barber shops, the color schemes that you can uh, craft, hundreds and hundreds of them, to have your flooring done. Plus, as a moisture barrier, if you have any sort of flooring that, whether it's it's oil or or just waters or sodas, whatever it might be, animal urine and feces, that easy cleanup and the, the nature of a, a water um, a barrier. Uh, it, it just, it, it can make all the difference in the world. And like I said, the look, I mean, it's such an appealing thing. I mention this because I talk about my garage so often and it's understandable. Many people, you hear me talk about garage experts and you just think in terms of residential garages, but there's so many other applications. And I know numerous area businesses have utilized garage experts. And I encourage you, if you are going to be making decisions, Along those lines, check them out, have them come uh, meet with you, come to your business and, and talk about the different options that are available to you. And I can tell you this, they're not high pressure at all, so you don't have to worry about any of that jazz going on. Garage experts under Nick's endorsements, KSGF.com. Bud Light is making some news again because of what many people see as an, once again, over-the-top attempt to try and negate any sort of damage that they did in terms of their marketing and relationship with their customer base by hiring as a social media influencer a guy who, for entertainment purposes, dresses up like a woman. This was the 365 days of woman and, and the the relationship that Bud Light had with Dylan Mulvaney. It wasn't one that was for the purposes of, oh, here we're somehow uh, poking fun at or uh, utilizing our messaging in order to be entertaining it was in the context of this is a woman that that's what it was because this was the 365 days of womanhood so this wasn't even uh, a a marketing campaign that was about drag this or drag it, it was presenting a guy pretending to be a woman as if that is womanhood womanhood is something that even a man can do men can do that you're nothing special and this is where Bud Light, of course, came into a lot of trouble, clearly much more than they thought that they ever would. They have a new ad out. It's a 60-second ad. And if you are to remove all of the context of Dylan Mulvaney and just in a vacuum look at the ad, it's a good ad. It has Peyton Manning, and he goes into a bar, and he orders a Bud Light, and he's like, you know what? No, Bud Light for everyone. And 
he begins, you know, he, like, tosses one, and then everybody's into it. Oh, you got Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning can throw me. He can pass me. About, so, he's, you know, he's chucking these Bud Lights, and, and it goes from, you know, just sort of a, a quick toss to these epic plays, if you will, people diving for them. Uh, and then, in the end, you got Deion Sanders. He's there as well. This is, give you an example of a headline from Red State, Bud Light throws desperate play against boycott with two NFL legends, but it's not looking good. And so you have, once again, a lot of people, some of which may, once upon a time, have been drinkers of Bud Light. Some may not have, but mocking this because they see it as a clear attempt to try, once again, to clean up the mess. But here's the one thing that Bud Light just... If they are to ever get past and overcome this, and I don't know that they can, but there's only one way it's possible. I suppose two ways. You could just go a few generations, try and and hope that that you, it just dies maybe 20 years down the road, or you apologize. One of the most effective marketing campaigns that I re- that I re- and I it's effective because I remember it and it actually compelled me to do what they wanted me to do and that was buy their product. It was 15 16 years ago Domino's Pizza. They didn't do anything wrong in terms of marketing, but their their product, the quality, the taste of their product, they recognized that people saw it as being greatly diminished over time. And you know what they did? They came out and they're like, you were right. They ran it. I, I remember distinctly this entire ad campaign that we have screwed up as a company. We uh, we let our guy. I forget the exact verbiage and wording of it, but essentially it was, hey, we were totally wrong on this thing and we are sorry. And we just ask you to forgive us and give us another chance. And you know what? I did. <laughs> and and I remember prior to that having a Domino's pizza. I never was a big Domino's pizza guy necessarily. And and it was greatly diminished. And they did change. They must have changed the ingredients, the formula, whatever it was. Um, but it was because it was a full apology and it was a full recognition we screwed up. Bud Light just seems to refuse to do that. Instead of coming out and saying we should have never done this and here's why. Now, I understand the reason that they don't want to do that because they fear anything that they do that would come close to that would cause a backlash from the left and they would be called transphobic and then they would have to deal with all that crap. And so what they're trying to do is almost like the Biden administration has been trying to do when it comes to Hamas versus Israel is kind of walk this fine line in between the two. And you virtually never, ever, ever win by trying to make two opposing sides happy at the same time. And so the one thing that Bud Light could do here, to and I don't even know that, that it would work, but is to do the full, yes, we were wrong, should not have done it, here's why we were wrong, here's what, but I, I just, I, I don't believe that they will. In the meantime, they'll continue to make attempts to negate it by these other, you know, ad campaigns that frankly tend to backfire to some degree because people see it as, oh, here we go again. Gee, I wonder what this is about. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. Chat with Congressman Burleson in the upcoming hour. 
Streaming live, Facebook, 1041 Nick Reed. Sponsored by Springfield Raps. Oh, you're feeling better? I am. I don't sound yeah, like Yeah, someone texted there like, it's nice to hear your pretty voice. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, some of you guys were really there brutal were on a Friday. Well, there are some haters. That's that okay. But yes, no, I am feeling very, uh, a lot better at least. So thank you for whoever texted in. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad. Yes, it was miserable for the both of us. Friday was a great. Uh, uh, I had Metro. so much it was fun. A lot of fun. Yes, and I felt bad because I didn't get to talk. Obviously, because my voice was all messed up. But a lot of uh, great escapees. Just a lot of people yeah. that uh, typically we don't see, except mm-hmm. for the holiday happy hour. So it was pretty great. Uh, I met one couple for the first time, and they are also going on the Great Escape. <gasps> yeah. Very nice. So brand new first timers first time at happy hour and and so i i just love and then i saw them they ended up saddling up next to another couple that have gone on some of the great escapes and are going on the next one oh, very so good I, lo- I love to see that it's lots and lots of fun that's for sure coming up the political party that continues to claim that trump is a danger to democracy and will cancel future elections that being the democrat party has decided to cancel the florida primary and just anoint joe biden as the nominee oh isn't that interesting but Trump is going to cancel elections. Well, unless the Democrats are the ones that are doing it, of course. News in 60 seconds.